Don't read a book a day. In his famous talk, Ty Lopez, yes, the guy famous for here in my garage YouTube video, bragged that he reads a book a day. Can you believe that? Later in the talk, he encourages us all to do the same and promises that our lives will change for the better in ways we cannot imagine. Now, for many people, asking them to read a book a day is asking for too much. That is because there's just so many things you can do in a day. The problem I have with this message is not that we don't have the time to read a book a day, because, quite frankly, we can create the time. My problem is that this message equates reading a book with downloading its content into your head and presumably your life. That is the same as saying speed dating is really downloading the entire life experience of a relationship with each one of those people at the speed dating tables, at the end of which you can say, I have loved and learned from many lovers in my life. If you're reading a book a day, you're either reading undemanding or shallow books. By the way, it's not a sin to do that. If anything, you should read more fun, breezy books. Another possible case could be that you're reading challenging books in an incorrect fashion. I love to read as much as the next person. When I'm in a hurry, I can read very fast indeed and momentarily retain anywhere from 40 to 70% of what I read. Basically, the shorter the text, the more one returns the material. But it also depends whether the book emphasizes big concepts or a lot of information and data. But to truly learn, to truly master and tame a book, to develop an internal monologue between yourself and the author, to think and question the ideas of a book, this requires you to not only slow down your reading, but to take notes and underline the passages, study the indexes and table of contents. You need to map out your strategy, reread portions of a book, and sometimes even rewrite them in your own words. Sometimes, it requires you to put down the book and consult other books, comparing points of views. It usually requires you to keep a pencil in hand and really make sure you understand as much as you can, underlining words that you don't understand, looking them up later, and then coming back to the text and rereading the passage with this new knowledge in mind, considering how this changes the text. Because, let's admit it, there are probably common words that we've read a million times with only a vague sense of their meaning in the context of various sentences, but we'd be hard-pressed to know how to nail them down with a precise definition or how to differentiate them from the surfeit of synonyms and near synonyms that could just as easily take their place in the same sentence. You have to ask yourself, why did the author choose that word instead of this other word? Is there something about this word that makes it a better choice? You would be surprised with how many words you're familiar with, maybe even comfortable with. You certainly can spell them, maybe you've even used them multiple times, but you can't fully define them. Try it. The next time you read something, read carefully and ask yourself if you understand every word 100%. If not, underline it and continue reading. Later, after you've looked it up, reread the sentence and see if it doesn't make just a little more sense. It might change more than just your understanding of the sentence. Perhaps the paragraph, page, chapter, even the entire book may hinge on such small interpretations. Reading a book a day is like taking a day trip. It might work for the park or Disneyland. You could have loads of fun, be enriched by the experience. But I wouldn't recommend flying to Hawaii for a long day and spending two hours at the airport. Sure, you'd get something out of it, 
but especially if you never plan to return, as is the case with most books, could you really say you enjoyed what Hawaii had to offer? Probably not. Don't get me wrong, it's a good thing to be able to read so damn fast, but do realize that if you literally read a book a day, your brain will be overloaded and you will likely remember nothing. Also, if you're reading non-fiction, what's the use of reading 365 books each year if you're not even putting the ideas into practice? Each non-fiction contains many years of wisdom and experience consolidated into a few hundred pages. Sure, you can read that in a day if you want, but remember that the point of reading non-fiction is to improve yourself and gain factual information. To have any chance at retaining any important fraction of those books, you've got to put the ideas into practice. To put the years of wisdom of the author into practice, you will, at the very least, need a few months. So yeah, you can read a book a day if you wish to, but that probably will only cost you time and money without actually improving your mind. Here is some advice from someone who has been reading a book a week for the past two years. You've just got to slow down if you want to have a lasting impact. It's the same reason why, even after having hundreds of productivity videos, we tend to procrastinate. Just mechanically consuming the information doesn't help much. What's better? Watching a hundred videos a week and barely making any change in your life, or watching just one per week and applying the knowledge throughout the month? Another reason why reading a book a day is pointless is that, first of all, it won't make you better off, especially if the books you're reading are crap. Actually, today, there are so many stupid books out there that, by reading more of them, you may become much worse off than by reading less of them. It is so unfortunate that, in the modern world we live in, many people don't have the skills required to distinguish bullshit from genuinely valuable stuff. Lastly, many humans have an awareness span that lasts a few minutes before attention is weakened. For example, people on higher vibrations learn and apply whatever they have learned faster than people on low vibrations. So, accusers, haters, losers, cowards, ignorant people all have low vibes and take eons to complete even the most menial tasks. On the other hand, scholars, businessmen, artists, project managers, entrepreneurs, Realize the value of time and make sure that every minute is used wisely. Reading is essential for growth and helps you to open your mind to new possibilities. Keep on reading and you'll get your reading time down to one week, which is far much doable. It also helps to sleep on the words too, because reading a book a day isn't necessarily best for your retention and application, but reading deeply for an hour or two and then sleeping on it will help with your memory and your integration of the material. That is it for today. By the way, I'll be uploading short clips of these full episodes on TikTok at CogitatePod. Yes, that is one word. This will give you an opportunity to write your comments, questions and thoughts about the episode. I promise to respond to all of them. If you're not on TikTok, first of all, you should be. But if you really can't be, you can send your email to Cogitate2022 at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you even if you agree wholeheartedly or disagree vehemently. Stay tuned for another unpopular idea next week. You've been listening to Cogitate and until next time, you keep cogitating, you homo sapien. <laughs>